0: but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money back guarantee. Hello, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved slave mind at a time. And we're going to turn our attention today to the economic side of things. And we're going to look very hard at crypto bitcoin and so forth and we're going to look at kind of like the destabilizers of the world economy or stabilizers depending on how you want to look at some of these things and uh, we've got with this guy Gottslock from uh my digital money and uh, they deal in crypto and they deal in bitcoin and all such things and we're going to get into all of this and let me tell you folks If you think you're just going to proceed forward with the dollar the way things are and the banks are going to stay the way they are, I I think you're going to be in for a very, very rude awakening. And I'll just say this, too, um, and, Guy, I always like to give this disclaimer when we talk about this. The Dodd-Frank law of 2010 says that what you put into the bank, retirement, cash, doesn't matter, they own it. You're an unsecured creditor by the Dodd-Frank law of 2010. So, Please keep that in mind as we progress through this discussion. I think that's the baseline. But Guy, welcome to the show. Glad you could come back on and talk about uh, what's going on in the world of finance. So um, I'm sure by now you've seen the Tucker-Putin interview, and uh, I I didn't think they had a lot of important things to say. Tucker kind of lobbed him a lot of softballs, but I thought it was very significant when Putin talked about uh, moving away from the dollar.
1: Absolutely, yeah, uh, and I agree with you. I don't know if he was, uh, you know, scared Putin can be a little bit intimidating. Uh, but, uh, yes, they talk about the dollarization, uh, and it was interesting to hear this, from Putin uh, he made the point that the sanctions uh, as a tool of, you know, like weaponizing the dollar, essentially, causes concern, you know, from, from all nations, right, and sa- sends a signal to the world. When you weaponize the U.S. dollar in this way, it incentivizes even our allies to diversify away from the dollar. Um, And he said in his own words that it's foolish from the point of view of U.S. interests um, because it damages the economy and undermines uh, U.S. power around the globe. Uh, And he uh, brought up some interesting stats that Russia used to do 50 percent of their transactions in U.S. dollars. Um, Now it's 13 percent. Um, and this wasn't their choice you know they would have continued to use the dollar Um, and now you know you have oil producing uh countries um even some allies that are thinking of and already accepting payments in one. right and uh the assertion you know by putin is that sanctions aren't working um you know he brought up some uh points about how they're one of the top you know countries in europe still um and so you know this. This was very, uh, you know, interesting. Saying he was busy saying, "What are you doing? You're shooting yourself in the foot." Um, and I can't say that I disagree. Um, and and so, yeah, this is definitely a concern. Uh, you know, China has been trying to dethrone the dollar for a long time now, mm-hmm. um, and you know, you see that you know people are doing or countries are doing uh, their transactions more and more in their local currencies. There's bilateral agreements between. China and 31 countries now representing, you know, over $4 trillion. Um, And India is uh, doing trades with multiple countries and rupees. Um, And so, yeah, it's definitely happening already uh, that we're moving away from the dollar. And, you know, the IMF also, um, I forget the exact stats, but the shares of U.S. reserves, uh, international reserves has really decreased a lot in the last couple of years. Um, And so, yeah, this is a real thing.
0: You know, it's interesting. I want to contrast to going back uh, um, 20, 25 years, 30 years ago. We invaded Iraq not once but twice because Saddam Hussein was selling gold on the QT to certain European nations like France. (laughs) Excuse me. And um, we did that to protect the dollar. What I'm seeing right now is a complete disinterest uh, or participation in the decline of the dollar by this administration. How do you view that?
1: Yeah, I, I can't say I disagree. I, I think, uh, you know, there's definitely some, some uh, you know, uh, foreign policy that uh, is not aligned with uh, maintaining the power of the dollar. Perhaps it's short-sighted, uh, and, uh, you know, we got to look at the bigger picture. Uh, and, yeah, I, I try not to get too political, but, uh, yeah, again, I can't say I disagree with of his comments i think just the fact is that you know the share of, of the dollar and and uh global trade is declining right that's the fact right but my point was with iraq france and germany wanted
0: to bypass having to buy dollars to make oil purchases from iraq and that got saddam Hussein. eventually he got hung <laughs> for what he did uh they let him off the first time the second time they weren't nice they let their own people hang him And I look at right now, we're doing nothing to protect the dollar. I I mean, am I wrong on that? Is there something that Biden's doing that I'm missing? Uh,
1: Not that I know of, but I'm not the most political person. So I I may not have all the facts, but I don't see anything uh, immediately that shows that. Uh, And yeah, even Saudi Arabia, you know, our kind of biggest allies is, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. accepting payments, uh, you know, and, and other currencies. So, uh, yeah, I haven't seen what we're doing to to
0: stop that. And what's amazing is we provide most of Saudi Arabia's defense. Uh, exactly. And, yes. And, and and they're stabbing us in the back financially. Right? And listen, I can't say I blame them the way we've mismanaged our economy and caused the decline of the dollar with debt. I don't blame Saudi Arabia for doing that. It's just i I, we should be bringing sanctions against them saying hey look you want us to defend you you better play ball with our dollar but they're not um and, and this really is bad do we have any um time frames on on how this uh will play out i mean is there any life expectancy for the dollar given the fact that the nations are running away from it
1: you know i i don't have any myself i i can't remember the exact study there was a study that showed something like the dollar might be declining in value maybe it's going to lose like 35% of its value in the next you know 5 years or mm-hmm. something like that but I, I can't really you know say whether or not it was a credible source it's been a while since i read that but um you know it's in my opinion i mean it, it is declining but it's not going to happen overnight um, right. that's why I, I like to diversify, you know, away from the dollar. And, um, I specifically like Bitcoin not just because, you know, I have a Bitcoin trading platform, uh, but it's because it is inversely proportional to the dollar index. So it's right. a good way uh, to protect against this very issue.
0: So you just kind of answered my next question about how much of a factor is it that people are moving away from the dollar and into Bitcoin and gold. And I think you just nailed it right there that the trend curve is that if you stay where you're at, you're going to go down with the ship. And and uh, the only thing gotcha. to do is to jump ship. I want to put a sidebar question in here, though, and I don't know that there's an answer to this guy, but I'll tell you what I'm wondering. With the intent to bring central bank digital currency into play, can Bitcoin and can crypto in general, can it avoid being consumed by that process?
1: I, I think so. I mean it's independent. I uh, don't want to really stop it from um, digital currency is just you know, basically more of what we've had until now, it's it's you know it's still being mismanaged. Um and so, you know, people are smart. They we still want to go against uh, you know, the, uh, the, the currency that we have. So you know, it's not like you're creating a new currency which is different
0: yeah, guy, let me interrupt you for a second here. We're getting a little garble. Here, okay. I wonder if you could just reorient a little bit.
1: Yes, sorry about that. That's
0: okay. You um, hear me okay now? I can hear you great. I'm sorry. Go ahead and finish your thought.
1: Yeah, I was just saying that central bank digital currency is just another form of the U.S. dollar, right? It's it's not really a new currency. Uh, it just allows you to, uh, first of all, just be monitored right, uh, know easily uh, by the government. And, uh, yes, there are some benefits. Maybe settlement times will be faster. Uh, you'll get some of the benefits that you get with uh, crypto, but uh, not enough, uh, in my opinion. And, you know, you can still mismanage the currency. And so uh, that's you're not going to be any, you know, better the value. Um, yeah, yeah, we're so- kind of,
0: I'm sorry, Guy, but we're kind of in and out with the sound here a little bit. Uh, you go from being very clear to, Uh, almost like you're underwater. I'm sorry. Can you say that again, that last two sentences?
1: Yeah, so uh, I was just saying that uh, if people are smart, they're going to want to uh, have Bitcoin or, you know, other assets uh, because central bank digital currency is not going to, uh, you know, protect you against the the de-dollarization issue.
0: Interesting. But that's an interesting comment. So your position is is that central bank digital currency will just be an extension of a failing dollar? Yes. Yeah. You know, there's talk, too, that they're going to do debt repudiation to make it more attractive, you know, kind of like Biden and the forgiving of student loans. I'm hearing that discussion, too, but that won't work either. Um, So how? let's look at the average American here. Okay, they're looking at a failing dollar. CBDC is not going to change that. It's just going to give the government more control over your money and and control your behavior. As a result, they'll they'll do what Trudeau did to the truckers in Ottawa if they don't like what you say. That's real clear with social credit. So if people have – they look for alternatives. I certainly think that crypto and Bitcoin are good alternatives to this but doesn't there seem to be a lack of knowledge that america would have about making that transition away from this failure
1: a lack of knowledge in, in the crypto space yes yeah and that's what we're trying to solve um and, but i think more and more people are uh learning about it especially with the uh rise of etfs uh it's now more accessible and so you know you have brokerages and uh you know, big institutions that people trust uh, that now can educate you as well um, and, you know, it's just been more legitimized, so I think it's going to become mainstream uh, and, I mean, if you if you look at the average American, uh, you know, more than half don't have enough to retire and there was a, a study by CNBC that was published uh, saying that $1 million will last you maybe a little bit over 10 years and that's before taking into account the the devaluing dollar, right? So I'm speculating that, you know, that could be cut in half. Um, so, you know, you can basically uh, live 10 years before you go into poverty. And so I think, you know, you have to do something to keep up with inflation, right? Um, so you have to learn, you have to adapt um, because, you know, inflation is worse than than what they say, right? I mean, I don't know about you, but I go to the market and, you know, I go and buy some beef and, you know, the, it's more than 4% rise, you know, year over year, right? It's It's gone up more than 20% in the last two years. So, um, you know, with things that I buy day to day, the the inflation rate seems much higher than, you know, the published rate. I uh,
0: totally agree with you, Guy. I, um, I don't mean to sound, yes, I do. I do mean to sound cynical. I don't believe anything the government says about inflation for two reasons. One, they don't count the price of gas. And they don't count the price of food so they're saying we don't care if you eat or can drive to work and and i mean this is effectively what this is i i know it sounds like a joke when i say it but i'm actually very serious about this so and fuel uh drives our economy because everything that we buy virtually is shipped so if the price of fuel goes up inflation goes up among across the board and it's not reflective in the consumer price index, so we can't trust anything that comes out of that. You know, I'll tell you this. We did kind of an informal survey, uh, and I looked at groceries like the price of milk, what we eat, you know, like uh, buying vegetables and salads and s- frozen meals and so forth. And I came up with uh, anywhere between about 18 and 22% increase over the last two years and that's just in the food sector and gas. That's easy to track.
1: Yeah, totally. So, yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, so my point is, is even with the, the published inflation rate um, and this de-dollarization, you know, it's already, you know, you need more than way more than a million dollars to retire. So um, wow. for me, the only asset that has shown that I can get there is crypto and You know, I think precious metals are also good if you want to preserve your wealth. But, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, if you don't have a a very high income, uh, you know, the way to get there for me is crypto should be part of your portfolio.
0: I hate to say it this way, but you're almost making it sound like crypto is kind of a poor man's gold because of affordability.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, you can buy any amount, uh, of course. But I mean, just looking at how much has gone up, you know, over the last five years, Um, even just last year, you know, went up almost three times. Um, And then, yeah, if you, if you
0: With Dave.com, that's waterwithdave.com save $80 for a short time the common sense show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for my pillow for example they've got half off my pillow bed sheets more than half off their slippers their sandals their mattresses their topper covers women's lingerie uh, they have extremely great products as you all know Ladies and gentlemen, right now, go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges.
1: Look at how much it's going to go up in the next 10 years, in my opinion. I mean, there's no other asset that's going to keep up. And then if you put that in an IRA, right? And a lot of people don't have IRAs. And, and you know, I urge people, especially if you're before retirement, to, to look into that or to start one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can have compound interest with with an asset that grows so much compound interest is huge. Um, and, wow. you know, what I mean by that is you basically, uh, s- you know, sell your Bitcoin at a certain gain and then that's tax free. Your gain is tax free. You can invest that back in um, and you're, you're not getting taxed on what you're investing back in. And so you can continue to do this um, and compound growth is really going to skyrocket your your gain.
0: Yeah, I think that's really good advice. Here's a question I think the average person might have, though. You're absolutely right about gold and silver preser- uh, preserving value. With, 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 you know, as cash dies, gold and silver will rise. But you're preserving the value. It's not like you can take this in to Walmart and make a purchase. Um, so talk about uh, the portability of Bitcoin, in terms of everyday transactions i mean is it really the way to go as a supplement to uh, precious metal storing
1: yeah well it, you know i think as time goes it's going to be more and more uh available at uh, point of sale right um yeah. you have a lot of merchants already accepting uh crypto uh but you know even if it's not you can always you know there's a- on ramps and off ramps uh you know basically go to any exchange or my digital money you can turn it into, uh, cash. Uh, and then you can use that cash at a store. But, uh, you know, I think the big payment providers are all going to, uh, provide, you know, the option to convert from crypto to fiat at point of sale. So it's going to be seamless. You can spend your crypto, uh, and it's portable in terms of, you know, if you want to move it from one person to another, um, you know, it's instantaneous and, you know, with gold, obviously, you know, it takes weeks, uh to liquidate because you have to ship it somewhere um uh, and obviously you know it's hard to store right uh with crypto obviously it's very easy to store especially if you if you know if you're doing your own wallet obviously you need to have some uh you know technical capabilities uh but if you're using a service like my digital money we do it for you and you're still the owner of the assets you're not an unsecured creditor like you were saying earlier uh with banks right uh, and so, okay, can we go to that
0: point, though? Yeah. I, I think that's a critical point that you just made. You have to have some technical ability if you have a wallet. Can we talk about that part of it? What kind of skills would the average person have to develop to do crypto and manage it themselves in a wallet?
1: Yeah, I mean, you you have to basically install the, the wallet, um, the software, uh, and then, you know, you have to basically create a, a passphrase. Uh, it's not, you know, you have to be a programmer or anything, but you have to have some basic computer skills and, and, you know, be able to basically get instructions on how to do this and follow the instructions. And you have to make sure that you save your passphrase. Or if you lose that passphrase, then you lose your crypto, right? That's the biggest risk that uh, no you no. yourself.
0: Okay, so you really could manage this almost as easily as, uh, say, online banking. Would that be analogous?
1: I'd say maybe a tiny bit harder than that. Mm-hmm. Um, just because of, you know, you're having to create a passphrase and, you know, you, you have to have software. You're, you know, you have to have a wallet. Um, whereas, you know, online banking, you just go into a browser uh, and if you forget your password, you can, you know, click, I forgot my password. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. It's not super hard, but you know, I, I noticed that, you know, for my parents, for example, it would be hard. Right. Um, so that's where, you know, having a service like my digital money where, you know, they can call, get help, you know, get into their account is helpful. Um, but I think it will become easier and easier to manage your own wallet over time, um, so, you know, looking long term, you know, I don't I think everyone's going to be able to do this. So
0: for really kind of like first time users getting their feet wet in this uh my digital money, which is a company that y- you run, uh would provide that management service for people so they wouldn't have to have that technical expertise.
1: Right. And and also if you want to use an IRA, you know, you can't do it yourself anyway, so you need a company um that is you know, IRS compliant um, and is a qualified yeah. custodian uh, to be able to um, invest using an IRA. Okay. That that makes a lot of sense
0: here. And it sounds like for someone coming into this, uh, getting a party that knows what they're doing is probably much more prudent than doing it on your own unless you have some experience.
1: Yeah, exactly. And yeah, uh, yeah, we provide I, I like a lot that. of information too on on you know, what crypto is, you know, different coins. Um, so you can always ask us about that.
0: If the dollar were to collapse, um, you know, like Vermont you know, wheelbarrow full of money to buy groceries, okay? If that were to happen, uh, what would you see happening in the Bitcoin market?
1: Well, I think it will skyrocket. I mean, we've seen time and time again that, you know, the dollar index is inversely proportional um to bitcoin um you know right now even though the dollar's a, a bit stronger in the last week you know bitcoin is still strong too so it's not always inversely proportional but for the most part when the dollar goes down bitcoin goes up and you know i already think that you know we're going to hit an all-time high this year um i'm just trying to imagine what will happen 10 years from now when you know we have a weaker dollar Um uh, And don't get me wrong, I hope that the dollar won't be weaker in 10 years. But, you know, with the way things are going, you know, I have to protect myself uh, by having Bitcoin. So um, I'm not suggesting that should be the only uh, asset, but um, it definitely should be part of the portfolio. Yeah,
0: I hear what you're saying. Yeah, you want to diversify. I totally agree with that aspect. Um, Okay, as we go forward, though. And I and I think there's a saving grace. Banks are now getting into crypto. I remember JP Morgan, Jamie Dimon says, I'll fire any of my employees that ever has crypto. I remember when he said that. And now they're gathering crypto faster than about anybody else. Um But yeah. here's what here's what I'm wondering though. As the economy continues to struggle and starts to stumble, um can the government gain control over the Bitcoin market? That's what a lot of people are gonna be worried about.
1: Yeah. Uh, in my opinion, no, I mean, they can influence, uh, especially if, you know, ETFs, uh, are gathering more and more Bitcoin, uh, the price can be influenced, but, you know, no one can really control Bitcoin. Right. It's, you know, the most decentralized currency out there. Uh, there's, you know, machines all over the world spread out across every country. Um, and, you know, I'm not worried that they will completely take over it. Um, I think you know, yeah. Maybe they can influence the price, but you know, no one's going to be able to basically stop your transactions or, um, or anything like that, or completely kill Bitcoin or you know. Okay. Yeah.
0: I I also read too that, uh, and this a lot of economists are saying this. A lot of the top economists with famous names, they're saying things like this: with the global economic collapse coming for the fiat currencies which means currencies that are in debt and don't have anything backing them. This is for the average person that doesn't know. Um, but they often say, though, is this, is that as the fiat currencies fail, okay, the top 1% will still make a lot of money. Is that because they're going into precious metals and Bitcoin?
1: I would say it certainly has a factor. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what these uh, analysts are thinking specifically, but I, I would think, that would be a big part of it. Yes. Uh, in real estate, right. Having assets that maintain their value, Um uh, because that's what the top 1% does, right. I mean, they, uh, invest in assets that are making money for them, right. Their money is working for them. Um, they don't keep, you know, their assets, you know, in dollars, right. Uh,
0: a little off our topic though, but you just brought up something interesting. Uh, we are in the midst of a commercial real estate collapse. There's just no question about it. In fact, Biden even last fall gave $40 billion of seed money to environmentally produce sound environmental structures of, of commercial real estate conversion to um, from commercial to residential. And people are saying it's for the illegals or it could be for people that lose their homes because they can't pay property taxes in a declining economy, all that stuff. Um,
1: is, is,
0: is, I think real estate's a bad place to have your money right now. What do you think?
1: Um, I think there are better places to put it. Uh, my but, point, yeah. But in my opinion, I mean, for me at least, uh, having residential real estate is a good idea uh, over the long long haul, right? Uh, yeah. And I'm not saying that right now is a good time to get into it, but, you know, I got into it years ago. Um, and then if I'm keeping it over 20, 30, 40 years, then it makes sense because it's going to rise. Um, uh, so I if, mean, if there, there, can there have, are if, other places to put your money as well right now.
0: Yeah. I think there's better places because you're going to have to carry a loss on the books for a while with the real estate market. I mean, that might be a better way for me to ask that question. Um, because I keep coming back to this, it's gold and Bitcoin, um, and and maybe specialty items like investing in AI, you know, things that are going to burgeon. And then I think also, too, the market will, I think the stock market will also be solvent in some areas with everyday products people need. Uh, those aren't going to go away. And so I think it's safe to invest in those. In fact, yeah. my first investing class I ever took, that was the first thing the instructor said. And that's the thing that's really stuck with me that I really think is true. But I really like the Bitcoin aspect of it, though. Um, and so tell me a little bit about my digital money cuz people are just saying, okay, I need to get my feet wet in this cuz I see the dollar is going to fail. So tell so someone wants to get a hold of my digital money, okay? Let's talk about that process.
1: Yeah, uh it's super easy. You just call us uh and you know, you, we basically will instruct you on how to sign up. It takes about 5 minutes. Uh, you know, mydigitalmoney.com, you just click on, you know, get started and you put in some basic information within a day, you have an account, um, and then there's multiple ways to fund the account. If it's a standard, you know, taxable account, you can wire, check, or you know, connect to your bank and do an ACH uh, through our system. Uh, and if it's an IRA, then you know we can help you initiate a transfer. Most of the time, it's automatic depending on the institution you're transferring from. So if you have an existing IRA or a 401k, um, or if you just want to contribute new funds. Uh, you know, you can contribute, you know, about six to 7,000 a year. Uh, then, you know, there's multiple ways to get the money in. Um, and then usually, you know, it could take anywhere from one day. In some cases it could take a week. It really depends on your custodian, um, that you're moving from. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, that, then once the account is funded, you have cash in your account and it's, you know, you basically log in and you can see all the assets you can invest in. By the way, you can invest in fractional gold and silver and, uh, and platinum as well. Um, and yeah, you just click on a button, you can buy basically any asset and, you know, we're always going to be, uh, available on the phone as well. What do you mean by the term fractional? Yeah. So fractional, it essentially means that you, uh, are buying a share of a gold bar or a silver bar. Okay. Right. So, you know, we buy, uh, you know, bigger denominations and store them, um, and and essentially, you know, you don't have to buy an entire coin, you know, you can buy, you know, as little as $10. Uh, and then that means you also don't have to wait for shipping, right? You can get in and out, um, you know, within a day. Uh, and so if you wanted to sell your your gold, and then buy Bitcoin, um, you don't need to, you know, wait a month before you get the cash from the gold, right?
0: Okay. Um yeah, that's helpful to know. So, in the case of fractional purchase, does my digital money uh act as a repository and store that asset?
1: Uh, I'm sorry, can you repeat that?
0: Yeah. When you talked about fractional um because you're not going to get a full gold bar, uh, does my digital money store the asset? Um Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. And then you can choose to um uh, monetize it in a a number of choices correct like you said gold conversion is one i'd imagine if you wanted to take some cash you could do that too
1: yes yeah you at any time you can liquidate and withdraw the cash uh yeah and uh yeah we we have a a number of uh different cryptocurrencies we really vet them well um so you know we kind of see them as being the most promising or, or the safest uh And you know, over time, we're going to get more coins. But right now, we have about twenty, and uh, we're working on getting more. Of course. What's your most popular coin? Well, Bitcoin, of course, is is the most popular, Mm -hmm. and Ethereum is the second most popular. Yeah, Uh,
0: that's what I would guess. And and
1: especially right now, Ethereum is uh, definitely you know rising more than most. um, Number of reasons for that. You know, there's talks of an ETF uh, coming. uh, analysts say 50% chance uh, an Ethereum ETF can be approved in the next six months. And it's almost a hundred percent that it'll be approved in 12 months. Um, so if we look at what happened with Bitcoin, you know, leading up to the ETF, it really rose a lot. Um, so ETF is, uh, sorry, Ethereum is kind of on the same trajectory right now. Um, right. And there's yep. also an important upgrade coming up with Ethereum. So, um, and also the Bitcoin halving is coming up too. So there's a lot of, uh, you know, bullish indicators here uh for bitcoin as well uh there's a, a an indicator called relative strength index that reached 80 percent, and usually and historically when it does that uh it goes up the asset goes up 50 in in 60 days whoa uh, That's not that it's gonna common. happen not that you know history means it's gonna happen but uh it's definitely a positive uh, bullish indicator yeah, you, you actually
0: answered one of my questions. I was going to ask you about future coins that you'd recommend looking into, and Bitcoin, Ethereum. Uh, is there a third choice that someone might want to look at?
1: Uh, I think Solana is very promising. Solana is an Ethereum competitor uh, right now. It's much more scalable, meaning that uh, it performs really well, and you can build you know applications that uh, you know require speed uh, on top of it, right? Uh, and so. You know, you can replace, let's say, like a Visa or, you know, other uh, financial instruments with Solana right now. Ethereum isn't there yet, um, but it will be after the next upgrade. Um, that sounds so- like, that sounds like Fedcoin. Like what? Like the Fedcoin, you know, the speed
0: of transaction with the Fedcoin? Yeah. Is it linked to Fedcoin at all? No. I didn't think no. it would be, because uh, I, I, it'd be crossing systems. Um, what's Bitcoin going for now, approximately?
1: Uh, so it's about 51,000, uh, in, in between 51 and 52. I haven't checked in the last few hours, but that's where it was. Uh, and so, yeah, it's pretty much at the highest point that it's been in, in two years. Uh, the all-time high was 69,000. Uh, and I think it's just my opinion uh, that it's going to hit a new all-time high this year. Um, a lot of people think it will happen before the halving, which is in April. So,
0: Oh my goodness! Um, so if someone says, "Well, I can't afford fifty-one thousand for a Bitcoin, but I could buy half a Bitcoin for twenty-five-five, for example." Okay, and so back to that fractional aspect. Then you'd actually be storing the asset that the person could monetize in increments uh, by communicating with your people.
1: Yeah, but it, but it belongs to them, right? Like any individual can have a fraction of a Bitcoin. You can own as uh, you know as little as point zero 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 one. Bitcoin. So, you know, there's no, you know, you don't have to have a whole unit, right. You, in your own wallet. Mm -hmm. Um, So you're still, you still own it. It's not like we're, it's not the same concept as fractional gold and silver where, you know, we store it and, you know, you only own a share of it. That whole entire, you know, share is yours, right. Um, It's allocated to you. Okay.
0: Um, And, and if you wanted to monetize it, let's say in cash for a purchase, uh, purposes, like you want to pay cash for a car or whatever it would be. How quick is that turnaround?
1: Yeah. So right now, uh, we, you you have to do a withdrawal essentially. So it can take anywhere from a day, you know, in so, some instances, you know, five days, but that's because you're dealing with banks and, you know, if you're doing an ACH, uh, it could take, you know, three days to do an ACH. Right. And so, uh, that's what it is right now. In the future, we'll support in-kind, what we call in-kind transfers, where you can transfer the crypto directly out of the system. Um, or if there's, you know, a point of sale that accepts crypto, then, you know, you can uh, use our system to directly buy something with, with crypto. But right now, for security reasons, you know, we're proud to be one of the safest platforms out there. We really, you know, don't want to provide too many ways to get, you know, the crypto out because it opens up packs.
0: Yeah. Because that increases your vulnerability to being hacked. Exactly. I I totally agree with that. But the turnaround time is really pretty quick. Um, That's pretty amazing. Well, I want to look at IRAs just for a second here. I want to ask a couple of mechanical questions about that. And and, and I know people can call in and ask these questions, but since I've got you, I want to prevail upon your expertise. I have an existing IRA, and I call my digital money, and I say to you, okay, I want to convert this into Bitcoin because I don't trust my bank. Um, does that take control of the IRA away from the bank and place it under your personal control?
1: Well, it places it under the, the control of our qualified custodian that we partner with, Equity Trust. They've been around since 1974. Uh, and they have $40 billion in assets. Um, and so, you know, the IRA, b- before it comes to us, is probably with another custodian. Um, so, you know, it's not per se away from the government, but it's it's... You know, in the control of a qualified, regulated custodian.
0: Okay, um, is it out of the control of the banks?
1: Yeah, it's uh, well, yeah. Um, so That's, once the assets, yeah. you know, are let's say you have Bitcoin or any kind of crypto, uh, then it it's in the custody of equity trust, which is our custodian. And they're not a bank. They're not a bank. So yeah, they have okay. you know the, they're they're the ones that are in control of the key, the what we call private key um, that gives you access to that crypto.
0: Okay. See, I like that, and I'll tell you why. The Dodd-Frank law of 2010, here we go. You're an unsecured creditor when your assets are in a bank, and they can keep your money or they can do a bail-in. They can do whatever they want now. I think it's an unconstitutional law, but nonetheless, it's the law. And and you're saying that the system that's set up here really avoids the possibility of a bank absconding with your money.
1: Yes, as long as you have the assets in uh, crypto or gold or silver, that's the case.
0: Okay. And it's almost like what I hear about that certain gold and silver companies do too. Um, Very similar process. Yeah. They take the IRA away from the bank and basically place it under your control with custodial care. Correct,
1: yeah. Okay. I
0: I can't tell you how important that is to me. As someone... And, and i'll let you in a secret uh we're calling when, when i get back into town to in my home base we're calling my digital money uh, the little secret here between you and me and a few of our listeners but uh but that's a question that's really important to me and I, i'm going to tell you the people i talk to it's important to them too because there's a growing distrust for the banks because people are beginning to see the pitfalls and yeah. and, and, and there are about 450 banks on the watch list now so <laughs> i just that that really concerns me and we've worked hard to get our assets in life and i just don't want the banks to gobble it up and so if you're going to look at an alternative you want an alternative that's away from the control of the bank
1: yeah protect yourself but at the same time you want to keep up with inflation so that's another great <coughs> great uh benefit that you get from crypto right um okay. not only yeah. you're protecting you know your assets from a failing banking system but um, also from the devaluing of, of the currency
0: Well, I know that you guys are reputable. I know your customer service is top of the line. You don't get a call center. Hi, I'd be helping you very much. You don't get that kind of response. You get an expert when you you call in. So um, talk about how people find out more. They want to get a hold of my digital money. They want to find out if this is really for them. It sounded good on the interview. They want to test it out in reality. So tell me what they can do.
1: Yeah, so you can call 833-636-2008 or you can go to mydigitalmoney.com and you can register there. Uh, as you're signing up, uh, you can choose a plain money option. Uh, so if you don't, you aren't ready to actually open up an IRA or a standard cash account, uh, you could select a third option, which is plain money. And that takes you to a dashboard, uh, which has $50,000 in fake money. Uh, and then you can practice buying and selling there, so you can test out the platform if you'd like uh, before you actually fund. Uh, yeah,
0: I want to say this: it's it's play money that you can get used to the process. It's not laundered money. And and guy, huh. I got to tell you, I would have some people in the audience writing to me about this if I didn't clarify that. Uh, I know from other discussions I've had with Bitcoin, I've got that question. No, no. It's like playing Monopoly, people. You're not going to go to jail if you're caught. It's perfectly legal, but it gets you used to the process on how it works so you can ease into it. But but now's the time to buy. Your projections are very common. What you said about what could happen in the next few months with the price, I'm hearing it in many, many different sectors because people are running scared from the dollar.
1: Correct. Right. And, you know, I, I don't have a crystal ball, so, you know, and I try not to give advice, but this is what, uh, what you're saying. And it's a high possibility that. You know,
0: well, see, advice. this is why I would trust you, because you're not given a strong sales pitch. You're not saying, hey, we're going to make you a million dollars. You're just saying this is the trends that we're seeing, and we say this is why these, these are good alternatives to the dollar. That's why I think your company yeah. is reputable. Okay, so let's give out that number again before we close.
1: Yes, 833-636-2008.
0: Okay. Guy, very informative, and I appreciate your patience with me asking all these novice questions, but I may have saved some people in your call center, the experts, a little bit of time because these are questions I think the average person are going to be asking uh, if they don't know the answer to. But I, I see this is a real alternative. And I really appreciate you coming on because you're providing an opportunity that I think people who have any amount of money in the bank need to be looking at.
1: I absolutely agree. And thank you for having me. Our your pleasure. questions pleasure. Great.
0: Our, our pleasure, Guy. Always a pleasure to have you on, my friend. Thank you. All right. Take care. You too.